I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to lesson 38. We are in our houseplants unit, specifically Cheryl's houseplants unit. And what question about your houseplants do you have this week? Ryan, I just wanted to tell you about all of the amazing benefits health-wise of having houseplants. Oh, please do. Yeah, you see something that people kept saying not sometimes to me sometimes I just heard people say is like well you really should have some house plants because it's better for you specifically okay um it's better for the air in your home if you have house plants so i even moved okay. one in here you can see i moved oh i do I'm see showing that, yes. one of my little house plants today just so like i can breathe in this room mm-hmm. really um it'll make the make podcast sure- better right yeah, well, if I have more oxygen, that just helps. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have something green in my background too. Oh yeah, you have baby Yoda. <laughs> Not quite a plant, though. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, I'm now wondering. I've heard this for years that it's good for your air. It's healthy for you to have house okay. plants. Um, And now that we've been doing this podcast, I think I've gained a little bit of healthy skepticism (laughs) about certain things. But Cheryl, if someone says it, it must be true. Yeah. Well, and the internet says it too. So like, oh yeah, there you go. We know it's true. Um, Must be true. I'm just curious, like, is that scientifically backed that Mm. like houseplants are either an air purifier or actually contribute more oxygen in your home or are just like adding health benefits to you if you have them in your home? I think that's a great question. For the pre-assessment, let's start with sort of what you ended with, because we said just kind of, is it good for you? What do you think if plants are good for you? Let's just start there. If that is true, what do you think the benefits could be that they might provide? Good question. Um, Okay, so I think apart from like the type of science we're going to get into, Mm -hmm. I think there are psychological benefits to people having houseplants that really just like, if it's true for someone, then it's true for them, which is not necessarily like as much of a sciencey thing, but like, Mm. I think like taking care of a living thing can help people being surrounded by more nature can help certain people um watching something grow over time okay so i think there's you're saying that's more subjective yeah and i think there are probably some like mental health benefits Mm -hmm. so i think like that's one area where you could argue that it is like healthy for you okay for anyone to have a house plant um i think what i want to learn more about what we're really talking about though is like physically for your body is actually making a difference okay and i think that the benefit would be that i know that plants produce oxygen okay 
And so is it like an air purifier where it's taking out some of that carbon dioxide from your air and putting more oxygen into it? Because we know like on a global level that they are very important for our environment for that reason. Mm -hmm. But I wonder, is this similar to when you were telling me that if you add salt to boiling water, yes, it, it would speed up the the amount of time in boiling, but only if you added so much salt that it, your food would taste disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so really adding like a sprinkle of salt to your pot, that won't make a difference in how long it takes to boil. So it's like, yes, it's technically true, but like in reality, not something that's going to like help your cooking or actually speed up the time. So I wonder about that. It's like, if I have like this plant here, I have like four other plants right now. So is me having five house plants in this square footage of a home actually going to make a difference or would I need like a jungle <laughs> in here <laughs> to actually significantly change how much oxygen or if I'm getting like any like air purifying which is like a very vague thought to me of what is, I mean, I have an air purifier and I'm not quite sure, but I have two family members with dust allergies. So we have Mm. an air purifier, but like are plants like that, are they like my air purifier? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I would think it'd have to do with the oxygen and just like clean air. Okay. Two follow-up questions. One, if you had to guess, do you think that having houseplants would make a big enough difference in the oxygen, or do you think it would be like the salts in the boiling water, the example that you gave? If you had to guess, which way would you lean towards? I'm leaning towards the salt and the boiling water. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's the first one. Okay. You don't seem completely. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not totally sure. Like at at what point would it make a difference if I have one per room? Yeah. 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 So I do believe in the mental health part because I think having life and living things around me that are growing and I'm taking care of does contribute to my mental health. Okay. And then the second one is you also talked about purifying the air. If plants purify the air, what do you think that would actually mean? And you already sort of alluded to it being a nebulous term, but what might that mean if that's a thing? I mean, apart from turning carbon dioxide into oxygen, I really don't know. Like, I don't think they help someone with their dust allergy. Okay. Cause I don't think they're like removing anything other than a gas from the air. I don't think they're moving any like physical allergens from the air. Okay. That's what like vacuums do <laughs> or like and plants again, are vacuums again, my air purifier, which you can like see the dust on the thing. Like, I don't think that's how plants work. I think they're breathing in these gases so that they're not taking in solids. So I don't okay. think they would help with that but i don't know how much difference it makes having a little more oxygen 
from mm-hmm. a plant or also like there's a lot of trees outside of my home so like do those make a bigger difference than like the five little house plants i have in my oh, home because i just uh-huh. live amongst trees and i live in a city and in a state with a lot of trees versus like yeah the desert that, yeah yeah is that i would guess that's a bigger factor but i don't know by how much hmm but you would guess that the outdoor trees, because there are more of them, would have a bigger influence on the overall air quality than the house plants inside your house. Yeah. Okay. I feel more confident about that one. Okay. All right. I think that's a lot of great information to go from. Cheryl, I have to say, this, this is a pretty fun question for me to get to answer. Really? Yes. For for several reasons. One, because I think it's just interesting. But two, because in doing some of my research, I found some really, really amusing stats, I guess. So you're going to get some numbers and figures. And I'm going to put a whole bunch of links in the description to some really fun articles if people want to read a little bit more in a little more detail, because there's some pretty fun articles to read. Cool. Well, that's really exciting. Yeah. So let's just start with what isn't really directly related to the question, but you did start with, which was you do, you said you think there's a psychological effect about kind of like your mental health and things like that. And yes, there does seem to be research that supports the idea that having houseplants can reduce stress and help people kind of feel more calm and things like that. I, this is not research based, this is experience based. I think that that really just depends on the individual. Houseplants mm. add to my stress. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so I feel like it's one more thing to do. And if you're also like slowly watching something die, like I yes. have done in the past too. Yes. Then like, that's not the best. No. Yeah. And like the, the one study that I read about specifically was talking about comparing spending a little bit of time gardening a houseplant to spending the same amount of time on a task on the computer. And the mm. gardening task raised the heart rate less than the computer task did. So when we're saying, you know, it decreases stress, it, it's not necessarily that it decreases stress. It's just less stress when compared to another type of task, the ones that they Mm. specifically tested. So you you always got to take it with a grain of salt. But yes, I think you're right that there can definitely be some help there. So that's the first thing. The second thing you talked about was oxygen levels. Yeah. And I forced you to make a call as to whether or not you thought that houseplants would have enough of an impact. Yep. (laughs) I can see on your face, you're like, are you going to tell me I'm right? Or are you going to tell I me know. I'm wrong? I'm nervous. <laughs> you don't need to be nervous because you're right. <gasps> really? Yes. While okay. it's true that plants do produce oxygen and release oxygen, the amount is so small compared to the size of a room that it wouldn't really help. Here's where some of our facts and figures come in. Are you ready okay. for this? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to link to this article because it's, it's hilarious. It goes through all of these what if scenarios and they do all of this math, they do it for you, but they figure out, you know, what's the output and all these things. And they have this pretend person that's in a sealed box with only so much air and how could she survive? Her name is Lucy. I don't, it's very, very funny. This sounds like the rabbit simulator. 
Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's kind of like that, yes. So basically in this relatively small enclosed box, in order to have enough oxygen circulated in order for her to survive, she would need to have about 700 plants. Holy moly. 672 to be precise, but you probably want a little bit wow. of a, a margin there. So another, another thing is uh, if we want to look at like how much like relatively uh, do we talk about? Um, so plants can convert carbon dioxide into oxygen. And if you had enough plants in a room that could use up all of the carbon dioxide and convert that into oxygen, the oxygen levels in the room would increase from 20.95% of the overall air to 21% of the overall air. <laughs> and that would not be enough to make a difference for humans. So really, if you want air quality, open your windows sometimes. Yes. Yes. Well, so this is specifically not air quality. We're just talking about oxygen first. Okay. Because that was the first thing that you okay. said. Yes. Right? And you're like, is there more going on inside my house or outside? Yeah. Hopefully, you can clearly see the answer now. Outside. Outside for sure. Which leads to sort of what you were saying is just opening your window can make a bigger difference. Now, obviously... It, there are certain places, if you're in certain cities, where that might not be the case, yeah. where if there's so much pollution outdoors, or we've had here in the Seattle area, and I know other parts of the country have this as well, sometimes in the fall in fire season or end of the summer, mm -hmm. if there's smoke and other things outside, it's actually, it is worse outside than it is inside. And so, yeah. you know, it's not 100% always the case, but in general... Yes, your air is going to be cleaner outside than it is going to be inside. And so just opening a window is going to be way quicker than trying to have a whole bunch of plants. <laughs> and then the third thing that you talked about was purifying the air, whether it could actually clean the air of mm -hmm. our good friend toxins. Oh, toxins. Right. Yep. And for those of you who can't see me, I just did air quotes around that because that term toxins gets used a lot and very rarely do people know specifically what they're talking about when they say it, they just mean bad stuff. Yeah. And it is true that plants can remove certain types of quote unquote toxins from the air. There's a specific category and this is where this originally came from. Um, they're VOCs, which stands for volatile organic compounds. And that's a specific class of things. A lot of them are produced by man-made things like cleaners and sprays and things. But really all it means is it's something that has carbon in it because it's organic and it's volatile, which means it can uh, go into a gas state and be up in the air pretty easily. That's basically all that means. Okay. So, so it's easy to get released into the air. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad for you, but it probably isn't great for you either, right? So plants, there was a study in 1989 that NASA did where they had like a two foot by two foot cube that they put a plant in and then put a whole bunch of these VOCs in the box. And they were able to measure that, yes, in fact, the plant could remove them 
from the air. And that's where a lot of this myth kind of came from is that, oh, well, plants can clean the air. They purify things. They clear out toxins, all of these things. And technically, it's true. However, that is a two foot by two foot box, which is yeah. not the same thing. And it was like airtight and they jammed it full of all of these of volatile organic compounds. That's not the same environment that our houses are. The environment is very different. Things are more spread out. Uh, the concentration is lower and the plants have a much bigger area that they're trying to quote unquote clean. Right? Yeah, then really you'd need a plant for every two feet by two feet square. Like yes, to get that same, house. yes. So they've done the, they've more recently done increased studies to actually see, okay, what's the real world application as opposed to that very controlled lab thing. And basically in order to impact the air quality and to remove enough of those VOCs that it would be noticeable for us as human beings, in a small 500 square foot apartment, okay, so you would need about 5,000 plants. <laughs> so it's about 10 plants per square foot is what you would need. So technically wow. you could do it. Yes. Plants could, but not practically. Oh, well, that would be hard to even fit them. Uh -huh. Even without your furniture, that would be hard to fit them in that space. Exactly. Yes. And then they would die faster than they would do anything good because it'd be hard to keep them all alive. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One specific uh, toxin that's a real thing that I can give you as an example is ozone. You've probably heard of ozone before. Yes. You probably know oxygen gas that we breathe is O2. We write that as a chemical symbol O for the letter oxygen with a little subscript two down below it to show that there's two oxygen molecules. We talked about that way back when. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Okay. Well, ozone is O3. It's three oxygen molecules bonded together. Mm, okay. And ozone is really, really good when it's in the upper atmosphere because it helps filter out uh, solar radiation, like some of the ultraviolet radiation, things like that, that we don't really want to make it to the surface. However, at the surface of the earth where we live, ozone, not so good, right? Mm. That's considered a pollutant. Okay. So filtering ozone out, is a good thing and plants can do that because they do absorb some oxygen. Yes, they put off oxygen, but they also absorb some oxygen so they can absorb some ozone. Here's another stat for you. House plants at best, they can contribute, uh, they're, what they're able to do, they can get about either from 0.9 to 9% of indoor ozone removal effectiveness. Mm. So that's not percent of the ozone. That's the percent effectiveness. Okay. So, so, so in, in school, that would be an F. Oh, very much so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's again, technically, yes, it can, but practically, just like you were saying with the example of salting your water to get it to boil faster, practically it's not a big enough difference. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean that you should throw out your house plant because it's not good for you? No. <laughs> no, it may have some of those psychological benefits that you mentioned before. And 
houseplants can be fun. People enjoy them and it's not hurting anything to have it there, yeah. but it's also not really helping a lot. So hate to break it to you, <laughs> but you kind of already knew that, didn't you? I think I kind of already knew that. Yeah. Yeah. For today's quiz, Cheryl, it's going to be a little different than a normal quiz. I mean, it's still questions that you have to answer, so don't get your hopes up. Oh, boy, man. I got excited <laughs> for a second. There. I know. <laughs> this is one where it would translate much better on paper, I think. I would give you like a T-chart or a Venn diagram or something that was a little bit more visual, but we can't do that. So we're just going to have to do it verbally. Okay. First question. What are some things that plants can do to improve their environment? They can remove some toxins from the air. Okay. VOCs. Oh, look at that. Um, they do convert carbon dioxide to oxygen. So they mm -hmm. do create more oxygen. Mm-hmm. And um, things we didn't talk about is they're a source of like food and shelter and all these amazing things for animals. And really the world would fall apart very quickly if plants were not around. Um, okay. So, you know, there's sure. that too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what are some things that houseplants can't do to improve the indoor environment? Solve all of your problems. Okay. Can you maybe be a little more specific than that? They are not really going to purify your air. They're not really, they're not, not going to like create any significant amount of oxygen. And it's not, it's not like, I don't know, you're going to have this perfect pure air because you have a couple house plants. Okay. Pick one of the things that you described for what they can't do and explain how we know, or give us maybe some data or an example to back it up. Well, they did some research and figured out how many plants Lucy needed. Uh-huh. And in order for her to actually have enough oxy oxygen to live, I think that was the oxygen to live one. She needed like thousands. So it's just like, if she has five, like I do in her home, then hopefully she has other forms of oxygen, like sometimes doors opening and closing or enough <laughs> space, or I don't know what else. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lucy would need 700 plants. Okay. It was the oxygen the one. Yeah. Yep. The, the toxins the, one was the thousands one. Yes. Yes. Lucy would need one. 700 plants. That's all. Okay. And, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> That's easy, right? And then quite the water bill. Well, there is that. Okay. Last question. Given everything that we've talked about here today, what would you say is the best or easiest way to improve your indoor air quality and why? Open your windows. 
or like i do have an air purifier mm-hmm. this episode is not on air purifiers so now i'm like nervous about that <laughs> but i don't know we also like clean our house that sure. probably helps your air as well as far as like dust or other things go but why yeah. did you say open windows because um that's where actual like fresh air with more oxygen in it will come from because there are trees and lots of plants on our planet that are doing enough hopefully (laughs) to help our air yes and even if you don't have a ton of trees directly outside your window the great thing about the atmosphere is it's moving and spreading all of those things out so even even if you aren't directly by a whole bunch of trees, I know you are where you mm-hmm. live, Cheryl, but not everybody is. That doesn't mean that you don't have access to oxygen where you are because it spreads out. So, And you're not dead. And you're not dead, which is a good, a good indicator that you have enough oxygen to live. Yeah. Because you're yeah. yeah not dead. That's a good spot. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's end on the not dead note today. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and pack up your stuff and get ready for my closing remarks? You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at ISleptThroughScience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.